You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds beat the Tampa Bay Rays on Monday night at Great American Ballpark, 8-1 the final score, and what a job the bullpen did. Hunter Green left after three innings after he was hit on the leg by a comebacker, but the combination of Buck Farmer, Alex Young, Ian Jabot, and Kevin Hergett allowed just one run over the final six innings. Jabot's outing was aided by a bases-loaded, run-saving catch by Jake Fraley in the sixth. Kevin Newman hit a first-inning home run for Cincinnati. He ended the night with three hits and two RBIs. T.J. Friedel had the big knock, a three-run double in the fourth inning. And the Reds scored a couple of more times in the seventh and two more in the eighth to put it away. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Cowboy, a fun ball game tonight. But let's go back to the third inning. Hunter Green was pitching well. He only had one strikeout. He ends up getting hit by a line drive, a one-hopper, back to the mound. But it was hit sharply. Hit him in the shin. He finishes off that inning, getting his only strikeout and then doesn't come back after that. Is it that concerning for you that, that Green came out at that point, or is it understandable that he would come out for precautionary reasons? You know, I, I'm not down there. I, I don't know. Um, I think for a starting pitcher, you're trying to stay in there as long as you can. Um, it didn't look as though by his reaction that it was a, a major blow, but you don't know how the thing swells up. It, it could have hit off the bone and caused a, a a big abscess right on the, the front of his shin. We're not privy to that. Um, would you have liked to, for him to have stayed in longer? Sure you would, but it didn't work that way. And, and, and let's be honest, the bullpen came in and pitched gangbusters. I mean, six-plus innings of one-run baseball, and that one run didn't come until the ninth inning. Yeah, and it was just a solo shot, so it didn't do any damage. And it, it, you look at this from an offensive standpoint, great day for the Reds. They actually outscored their hit column. But there are a few guys with some big hits, none bigger than the three-run double by T.J. Friedel, but also nice to see Kevin Newman have a big night at the plate. Yeah, I thought Newman was swinging the bat well. They tried to pitch him inside early. He hit the home run out of left field, got the scoring started. Uh, Friedel's at bat with the bases loaded, the the double into the right center field gap that, that really gave the – the pitching staff some some breathing room when you've got a four nothing lead at that point in the ball game it, it gives you a little bit of freedom on the mound you don't feel so tight and and I thought that you know Will Myers is not a first baseman but he played great at first base tonight he made three different fantastic defensive plays and any of those that you don't make could have very well opened up the inning for the race so there were a lot of positives in throughout the ball game, and some big play or a big play by Jake Fraley in right field. Some big plays at third base by Nick Senzel as well. So even though the Reds made a couple of errors tonight, they certainly flashed the leather in some key spots. Reds over the Rays tonight. Final score eight to one. They'll try to make it two straight tomorrow. Yid, back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Back with highlights right after this. The Reds beat the Tampa Bay Rays on Monday night 8-1 and now to the highlights. The Reds scored first in this game and it came when Kevin Newman led off the top of the second against Rays opener Jalen Beeks. Lifts a fly ball deep left field toward the corner. Rosarena going back, looks up, it's gone. Kevin Newman with his second home run of the year and the Reds have a 1-0 lead. 
Hunter Green started for the Reds on Monday night. He retired the Rays in order in the first. In the second, he gave up a two-out infield single to Isak Paredes, and Josh Lau then reached on an air, but he got out of the inning without a run scoring. Christian Bethencourt began the third with a double. Next up was Yandy Diaz, and this happened. 2-2 pitch coming, and a ground ball off of Green. It will roll to the first baseman. And Myers will step on the bag after he makes the catch. And now Green, not sure where that hit him, but you can see him looking off into center field after the ball caught him right on the right shin. I don't think that he's hurt, but it probably didn't feel real good. Well, it would be about the equivalent of getting hit by a 97-mile-an-hour fastball on your shin because that's how hard the ball was hit back at him. Green stayed in the game and got the final two outs of the inning, but he did not come back out for the fourth inning. He was diagnosed with a tibia contusion. X-rays were negative. Here's his pitching line. Three innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, a strikeout, 47 pitches, 31 strikes. Jalen Beeks was also finished after three. Kevin Kelly came on the pitch to fourth for Tampa Bay and promptly loaded the bases thanks to a Kevin Newman double and a pair of walks. Jose Barrero then struck out, but number nine hitter T.J. Friedel delivered. 2-1. And Friedel lines it to right center field. That is down. It's in the gap, and it's going to score at least two. Right behind Fraley, here comes Sinzel getting the wave around. Friedel's on his way to third. The throw comes home. Friedel back to second and just does get back to second. But it's a three-run double for T.J. Friedel, and the Reds have a 4-0 lead. And that's the point of this ball game where the construction of your lineup by putting Friedel in the nine spot because the Rays were starting a left-handed opener comes back to haunt the Rays and it benefits the Reds. You've got Fraley and Friedel who normally hit 2-3 in the top of the order. They were moved down in the bottom of the order by David Bell. That is a great move. When Hunter Green left the game, Buck Farmer took over on the mound. He pitched a scoreless fourth. He retired the first two batters of the fifth, but then walked back-to-back hitters. At that point, Farmer was taken out of the game in favor of Alex Young. Young got Brandon Lau to line into a double play to end that threat. Young came back out to pitch the sixth. He gave up a leadoff single. The next batter grounded into a force out. Harold Ramirez then singled. Isak Paredes then hit a ground ball to Jonathan India that should have been a double play, but India booted it and everyone was safe. Young then struck out Josh Lowe for the second out. Ian Jabot then took over on the mound, and he got some big-time help from his right fielder. In comes the 1-2 pitch. Got it in on his hands, and it's looped into short right field. On in a hurry, Fraley, he dives and makes the catch. What a play by Jake Fraley. That was sinking quickly, and I didn't think Fraley had a chance. There was a ball earlier in the ball game that Fraley got a bad jump on. That one he made up for big time. That was a phenomenal play. A huge run-saving play by Fraley. Red still lead it 4-0, middle of the sixth. Jabot came back out, and he pitched a 1-2-3-7. The Reds added big insurance runs in the bottom of the seventh. Cooper Criswell hit India and Fairchild back-to-back to begin the inning. After Will Myers struck out, Tyler Stevenson and Kevin Newman brought runs home. The check of second, the pitch, line drive through the left side of the infield. 
India will score, and it is Hawaii 5-0. A bullet off the bat of Tyler Stevenson, low liner right through the left side of the infield between Wander Franco. Chris Will, the long pause, now the pitch. Ground ball up the middle. That's a base hit past Wander Franco on the shortstop side. And the Reds have taken a 6-0 lead. Cincinnati added two more runs in the eighth. Nixon Zell singled leading off the inning. Next up, Jose Barrero. Pitch and Barrero. It's a humpback liner over short. That's in the left center field gap. Cut off on the warning track. Sinzel's getting waved around third. Here comes the relay throw to the plate. It's not in time. Barrero heads to third. Throw there. Safe. Barrero gets around the tag. The throw had him beat by a mile. But Barrero pulled his left arm back and reached around with his right arm to get to the base. T.J. Friedel then got Barrero home. Payoff pitch. And there's a ground ball to the right side to a knee low. Or Lau, rather, has it. He goes to first to get the out, but it nets the Reds a run. Jose Barrero will score from third base on the 4-3 ground out. The Rays finally got on the board in the top of the ninth when Josh Lowe led off against Kevin Hergett. Hergett's 1-0 pitch, and this ball is cranked high and deep right center field. That is hit a ton, and it is gone. So there's the home run for the Rays. That breaks up the shutout. That was all the runs they could muster, and the Reds win it 8-1. to Here are the totals. Four Cincinnati, eight runs, seven hits, two air, six left on base. For Tampa Bay, one run, eight hits, one air. They stranded nine. Jabot, the winner, 1-0, beaks the loser, 0-1. Home runs in the game, low number two. For Tampa Bay, Newman number two for Cincinnati. Two hours, 28 minutes, 7,375 on hand at Great American Ballpark. The win means the Reds are now 7-9. The, with the defeat, the Rays are 14-3. and three. Time to hear from one of the stars of this game, the man who hit a home run and went three for four, Kevin Newman. Yeah. Yep, definitely did. <laughs> Can you take us through that at bat? Um, yeah, you know, just uh, knew he was working in on us and, and looking for a fastball um, kind of over the plate in a little bit. Um, got one there and put a good swing on it. So, obviously – it's a nice thing to beat the Rays, the best team in baseball, but to do it when your starting pitcher goes down early and everyone has to kind of pick up for him and bullpen and the lineup, what does it mean just to get a win like that in that situation? Yeah, no, it's huge for us. Um, you know, we're in every single game. Um, and so, you know, to come out and play that team the way we did tonight, especially with Hunter going down and seeing the way that the team, um, you know, lift each other up is huge for us. I think that, um, you know, we've known who we are and how we compete. Um, and I think that uh, I think that people are really starting to see that um, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna go down without a fight. Um, you know, and, and we're willing to do that. Is there something about the DH spot you like? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I don't know, but uh, it's treated me well so far, so I, I certainly don't mind it. Because <laughs> you've done it before. It's like you're nine for eighteen as a DH. Wow, I didn't know that. But, that's five hundred. Uh, that's that, that's good. <laughs> I'll definitely take that. <laughs> What did you see from a Fraley's catch? Or what was your reaction to Fraley's catch? Uh, huge. You know, right off the bat, it was one of those, oh, shoot, moments. You know, just like looked like he got fisted and the ball was going to drop in and, and score a couple, uh, especially with two outs. And then you see him kind of coming on, just tracking in. Once he left his feet, you know, everybody's watching it, just, you know, praying to God he makes the catch, and he did. It was an incredible catch. Um, you know, huge, uh, huge momentum for us, just taking that into the next inning, taking that into. Um, you know where we were at in the game, and and really, you know, keeping the zero up there, it was it was really big for us. 
guess it's weird asking the DH this, but not only at that one, you had Fairchild and then Will with some really nice plays. Sincel just looked like a pretty good defensive day yeah. to the DH. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I, I had a great seat for all of it. So, um, you know, it was fun to watch the boys out there making good plays, leaving all out on the line, and, um, you know, really just a, a genuine team win there. Um, you know, like we said earlier, bullpen, defense, offense, um, just everybody. Game two of the three-game series comes your way on Tuesday night. Left-hander Nick Lodolo goes to the mound for the Reds, and he has been fantastic. He's 2-0 with a 2.12 ERA. We're on the air with the pregame show at 6-10. First pitch is scheduled for 6-40. Once again, the final score on Monday night. The Reds beat the Rays 8-1. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.